Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday night, and you know exactly what that means. It's time for the real conversation with Shayna Thornton. Let's talk America with hosts. Shayna Thornton is your radio talk show spotlighting the critical issues of today. She is certain to feature expert guests and celebrities each and every Tuesday night. She is a celebrated newspaper columnist, popular blogger, and award-winning radio talk show personality who has a passion for groundbreaking discussions. Here she is. Let's welcome the one and only, the engaging host for the national show. Please give it up for Shana Thornton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, on this dynamic Tuesday night in November. It's November the 18th, 2014, and we are excited that you have opted to join us tonight. And truly, you will not be disappointed. You know, this national award-winning family radio talk show caters to every single community out there. Let's Talk America brings an array of topics and exclusive celebrity guests and experts to your world. We aim to deliver refreshing and original talk radio programming that will hopefully influence your life in a very game-changing and life-changing manner. Our featured conversations are relevant to the national and international listening audience. You have to stay connected to this show, your family radio talk show. And please share us with everyone you happen to know. We are doing quite well with gaining new listeners each and every Tuesday night live. And we value our already established listening base. And we welcome everyone to join us on board. Remember, this is a family talk show that, of course, is appropriate for every single member of the family. From the mother, father, grandmother, grandfather to the teens and the children. Of course, this is a clean family universal radio talk show. We're here for you. Now, the tagline for the show is real talk for real people, real talk for real people. And that's what we always aim to deliver. Right now, please lend me your ear for just a few seconds to hear from some very important individuals that are huge supporters of our show. Most car accident victims worry more about the damage to their vehicles than they do their own bodies until it's too late. Find out if you have any soft tissue injuries or hidden injuries that can lead to a lifetime of unnecessary suffering. If you've recently been involved in a car accident and don't know what to do next, don't suffer another day. Call 770-757-0551. Listeners, listen to this. We spend too much time at work not to enjoy it. We don't have a personal life and a professional life. We have one life, and we have to make that life count. If you want to enjoy your job and career and make your life count and ultimately achieve success and significance, then Revelations in Business is the book for you. Revelations in Business, connecting your business plan with God's purpose and plan for your life, is an award-winning book that's been endorsed by many industry leaders, including Dan Cathy, President and Chief Operating Officer of Chick-fil-A. 
Revelations in Business provides you with biblical principles, practical tools, and real-life examples from today's business leaders and takes you through a step-by-step process to show you how to connect your profession with your purpose and your career with your calling so that what you do in the workplace and in the marketplace, you are anointed to do it and you have passion for it and you are positioned to excel. I am Dr. Shalette Stewart, and as the author of Revelations in Business, I travel the world speaking on purpose-driven leadership topics and have served in leadership roles for global companies, including the Coca-Cola Company. And I currently serve as the Associate Director of Executive Education for Southern Methodist University Cox School of Business. I look forward to sharing the insights of Revelations in Business with you. The book is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and wherever fine books are sold. It's also available on traditional book format, as well as ebook and audiobook format. For more information on how to maximize your personal fulfillment and your professional success, or to schedule time for me to conduct a workshop for your organization, I invite you to log on to revelationsinbusiness.com or connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube, and be blessed. Why search through acres of racks in store after store at an overcrowded mall or shopping center when you can save time and enjoy the simplicity of online shopping at TrendyBling.com? With an eye for today's newest fashion trends, TrendyBling offers chic and stylish clothing and accessories at prices that any fashionista can afford. Gone are the days of unforgiving fluorescent lights, messy, too small dressing rooms, and limited stock. By offering quality merchandise online, TrendyBling can stock far more than your average retail store or outlet. A simple search on TrendyBling.com makes it possible to find your unique fashion look with all the ease and comfort offered by online shopping in a snap. Go ahead, get your tablet, laptop, home computer, or mobile device and visit our website at TrendyBling.com to find that perfect ensemble for any occasion. That's TrendyBling.com. Trendy with an I, Bling.com. We surely appreciate everyone tuning in with us live each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are very grateful for all of our national partners and sponsors. Now, do you have a nonprofit or a business and you are looking for some quality airtime? Well, please join the efforts of Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. We do have advertising spots or slots available. Please reach out to a member of our staff by simply emailing letstalkshana at gmail.com. Again, one email will take care of all of your questions, concerns, and that's letstalkshana at gmail.com. Truly, Join our team as a national sponsor. We'd be elated with joy to have you on board. Now, speaking of having you on board, communication is key. Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, is out there on social media, and we know you are too. So please connect with us. Our handle is readily available on Twitter. If you love to tweet, simply search SS Thornton and connect with us. And of course, follow us and we will follow back. That is our promise to you. Well, let's keep moving forward because tonight's special edition of Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, will educate, inform, and empower you. Tonight's segment of Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, is a very special and unique one. We have the honor of spotlighting our veterans in 2014. Now, this special edition of the show is in collaboration with the Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, Incorporated. 
Now, did you know that there are nearly 22 million veterans in the United States of America? Of the group, over 2 million are African Americans who have served in the armed services. The plight and story of African American soldiers and veterans has not always been highlighted. Some major movie productions have excluded the story of minority soldiers. This year, the staff here at Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, and the International Awareness and Involvement Committee of the Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated wanted to have a sincere and heartfelt conversation about the concerns of our veterans. History is important, and I am going to say that again because it's true. History is important. We have critical lessons needed to be learned from the past. Tonight, I have the honor and pleasure of sitting down and speaking exclusively with a special group of veterans. There is a new and groundbreaking book out that exposes the realities of the Vietnam conflict titled Post-8195, Black Soldiers Tell Their Vietnam Stories. There are very few books on the market as hard-hitting and revealing as this book. We will present to you an in-depth conversation with the authors of this powerful and groundbreaking book. These men served in the armed forces and witnessed firsthand the harshness of war. And there is a lot of harsh reality associated with war, if you did not know. Half of the battle takes place during the conflict abroad, and the other part occurs once a soldier gets back home. We will cover all of it tonight. This is one groundbreaking and very revealing discussion and conversation that you need to stay tuned into. It is informative for all generations. If you are a veteran yourself, uh, if you have some knowledge of the Vietnam conflict, a war that happened decades ago, if you are the sibling or daughter or son or neighbor or friend, or if you're just a history buff or you're a responsible citizen who's interested in learning from past histories. You have to stay with this segment tonight because I will promise you, you will learn a thing or two from these very informative and inspiring group of veterans. Real talk for real people. Real talk for real people. That's our true tagline here at Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. And tonight's show is going to be powerful. You know, the phenomenal ladies of Delta Sigma Theta sorority have been dedicated to addressing the needs and concerns of veterans for a while now. And this important talk radio segment continues this conversation. Honoring the legacy of veterans in 2014 is on right now. So message all of your friends and let them know that this informative discussion will truly enlighten them. Right now, let's keep pushing ahead because we have some exclusive interviews and conversations that will be groundbreaking. And I don't want to be remiss to let you know that we will conclude this powerful special edition of the show with an exclusive sit-down interview with the president of the local chapter of Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, President Carl Wright will join us to highlight and spotlight the many initiatives that are going on nationwide to address the many different uh, varied concerns of our veterans, not just of the Vietnam conflict, but of the different conflicts that have taken place from Iraq to Afghanistan. So President Carl Wright is on with us also. So two groundbreaking interviews that will truly inform all of us. And I'm looking forward to learning from everyone tonight myself. 
You know, right now, let's go over our words for inspiration for tonight's show. Someone very, very wise once said, what we seek depends mainly on what we look for. Again, tonight's inspirational words on Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, simply is, what we seek mainly depends on what we look for. What we seek mainly depends on what we look for. And wow, if that's not a true statement, uh, there is no true statement. A lot of times it's our perspective of life. And of course, uh, different individuals carry different loads of life or different burdens, if you will. Uh, But of course, we know a majority of the battle is what we do with what we're given and not the battle of the burden or the life circumstance itself. So seek happiness, look forward, look for productivity and success. And I guarantee you it will sooner or later be yours. Well, everyone, I am so excited because, again, we are talking about our veterans in 2014, honoring the legacy of our veterans in 2014. And we want to address all of our veterans. We don't want to leave anyone out, of course, including those minority veterans. Right now, please lend me your ear for just a few seconds before we bring on our uh, guests for tonight's show, those special group of veterans. But just give me a few seconds to hear a very vital message for you. Safeguard Security Solutions is a certified, service-disabled, veteran-owned small business. We provide you with trained and trusted security guards. Safeguard Security is a trusted leader with proven expertise in a number of markets, including colleges and universities, commercial real estate, defense and aerospace, financial institutions, government services, healthcare, high schools, manufacturing and industrial, personal security, residential communities, shopping centers, transportation, and utilities. For more information, please contact us at 678-369-7920 or at our website, www.safeguardsecuritylc.com. Well, everyone, if you're like me, you are anxious to hear the exclusive interview of this special African-American veterans group who was so instrumental behind the powerful book, uh, Black Soldiers Tell Their Vietnam Stories. Right now, let's uh, go straight into the exclusive interview with these special gentlemen. I want to welcome some very special veterans with us this night in November. We're talking about veterans, the legacy that they have established in this nation, United States of America. I have a book uh, in front of me titled Black Soldiers Tell Their Vietnam Stories. Black Soldiers Tell Their Vietnam Stories, post 8195, edited by Bobby White. I want to welcome the three gentlemen on the show tonight. Uh, Before I bring you online to, to greet us, I want to make sure I have everyone's name right. We have Mr. Bobby White. We have Mr. Charles James. And we have Mr. Marvin Price. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? Thank you, Shauna. Thank you for welcoming us to your show. Thank you. It is an honor. You're on right now. Let's Talk America. Now, Bobby White, you're the editor of this book, this very unique book. I want to ask you something specifically, and we're going to address other questions to the other members with you, but why was it important to write this book, again, titled Black Soldiers Tell Their Vietnam Stories? Why was it important? Well, first of all, Shauna, there has been very few books that have been written about the black experience in Vietnam. 
uh, we started our book project uh, as a therapy group first. Uh, 23 uh, veterans sat around and talked about uh, before Vietnam, after Vietnam, and what that did to them. So this gave us an opportunity to study and to look at ourselves, to look at the Vietnam experience, to look at that time period that we were in at that time, yes. and try and make some sense out of it for ourselves so that we can move past a lot of the trials and tribulations, and most of all, a lot of the PTSD that we had to work ourselves through. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Powerful point to make. Again, we have uh, some veterans, some very special ones that served active duty during the Vietnam War. Of course, most of us know it took place uh, several decades ago, but those veterans, a lot of them members of the baby booming population uh, matter. They're still thriving in our society. You know, before we continue uh, more of our questioning, you know, you mentioned PTSD, and a lot of people hear that name thrown around, Mr. White, but can you explain a little more um, in detail, as comfortable as you are with it, what exactly does that entail, and uh, what are the signs or symptoms, and can there be healing? Well, post-traumatic stress is a disorder, and this disorder is happens to a person when they experience uh, something that's over and beyond their normal experience in life and shatters their psyche. When I say shatters the psyche, I'm talking about shatters your emotions, shatters your way of thinking, because many of the veterans come back and they have uh, symptoms such as nightmares, flashbacks, anxiety attacks, panic attacks, numbing, suicidal thoughts, difficulty getting along with their significant others or their wives, their family members. So when I say the, sh the psyche has been shattered, that means that it's, they're struggling with putting themselves back into a perspective where they can understand their world. Yes. And PTSD is that anxiety disorder that has been shattered or traumatized, I should say, use that word, during the Vietnam combat experience. Mm, powerful information. We're on live right now this Tuesday night in November 2014 with Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. We are talking to some very special uh, individuals. They're soldiers, they're gentlemen, and they served during the Vietnam era. We're putting the spotlight on veterans and their legacy and their service in this nation. Now, the book that I mentioned at the top of the segment is titled Black Soldiers Tell their Vietnam stories. Black soldiers tell their Vietnam stories edited by Bobby White. Bobby White just spoke with us. Very, very excited to have him on his knowledge base and all of his experience with the military. Also, we have two other gentlemen uh, that have worked our perspectives featured in this very book. Mr. Charles James uh, served active duty. He has his account detailed thoroughly in this very book. And we have another gentleman with us, Mr. Marvin Price, who provided some very very, very specific and interesting historical perspectives for the Vietnam uh, War era and everything that was going on in this nation politically at the time. Right now, I'm going to bring in uh, Mr. Charles James, who, of course, served in uh, the military, the U.S. military. Mr. James, what specific struggles did Vietnam veterans have uh, during this period? Uh, we know it started in the 60s. It concluded ultimately in the 70s. Uh, you served, you saw firsthand the Southeast Asian country, what was going on doing live combat, what specific struggles existed for yourself and your fellow soldiers? Well, as you know, it was not a popular war 
uh, we were criticized for, uh, you know, for going, but we were soldiers and we were told that that was our mission. And so therefore, uh, we um, went to Vietnam to uh, provide some assistance to the, uh, to the Vietnam, uh, the country of Vietnam. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in Hawaii, and uh, I went to from Hawaii to uh, to Vietnam. Yes. And the uh, the information and, and and the time that that we went uh, was very troubling because uh, you had to decide yourself if that's really what you wanted to do. But being a soldier and being in the military and army, uh, you do what you know what you're told to do. So we carried that burden with us. Uh, when we were there, and we were aware of what was going on in the state, but we had a job to do in Vietnam, and uh, we were committed to do it. Yes. Hmm. And uh, Mr. James, what service did you serve in? Were you Army or Air Force? Uh, I was Army. I was a, uh, a supervisor of uh, a medical personnel in the 25th Division, so my job was to provide uh, five or six medics for each company, and provide online, first-hand medical care for them uh, in the field until they could be uh, air-vac, or medevac, or brought-back to a larger installation to get definitive medical care. So I was their supervisor. Powerful information. So, Mr. James, if anyone would have seen the first-hand physical uh, trauma or physical issues or concerns that came from the war, Vietnam War, of course, we're talking about tonight, you would have been one of those individuals to witness it because you were on the medical side of the war, correct? That is correct. Mm, I'm sure you saw some interesting things. Right now, I want to bring in Mr. Marvin Price, who also served active duty in the U.S. military during this time. Vietnam War, we're talking tonight on the show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Yeah, Mr. Price, I know you provide some very interesting and specific historical information for the book, again titled Black Soldiers Tell Their Vietnam Stories. You know, when I talk about what struggles existed for veterans during this time, I know you have an interesting angle on it because you look at the historical significance of it. What can you provide for our national listeners right now tuning in? This war, how was Vietnam War or the Vietnam a conflict, if you will? How was it different uh, when you compare it to other wars of recent years or even prior to Vietnam? Well, as Ms. Uh, uh, Thornton, as, as uh, Comrade James uh, elaborated on, it, was that Vietnam War was was different uh, compared to the other wars because you know we didn't have a choice; we were given an order to to do to go to that area in Southeast Asia and and fight, and not knowing the reason why we were there in initially in the beginning. So therefore, in, in, in being different compared to what we have dealt with with the wars that's going on today, uh, it was a big difference in, in the handling of that. As far as uh, black soldiers not being totally recognized for being there, okay. uh, other than being uh, criticized uh, for, for going to another country uh, where we were at war. Mm, 
interesting information. Mr. Price, you know, it, it brings up two points in my head. The, the first and obvious one is here we're talking about a time in the United States that, uh, of course, the history of uh, minority people, in uh, particular African Americans, has been one um, that has not always been one of consistency. And when this uh, conflict, if you will, a war, of uh, Vietnam we're talking, started um, ultimately, or when it got very heated in the mid to late 60s, we all know, if we don't, we should know, uh, that there was a lot of uh, civil rights issues going on in this nation. Uh, segregation was still heavily throughout the U.S. Uh, South, Southeast states, of course, and even in the early 70s, we see there are parts of this nation that continue to deal with race relations on a very heated level. So I'm thinking, here you are as minorities, uh, you're being drafted to go into this war, this conflict, but yet there are things that are not always easy or settled at home. That had to uh, provide a different angle for serving. Would you agree? I, I totally agree, Ms. Thornton, because uh, when we went off to war to Vietnam, we were 18, 19 years old, just out of high school. You were dealing with, with the racist situation here in America, and you were asked to go off to, to fight in another country, which we did willingly and as patriots of, of America and, and served in that manner. Mm. Uh, Shana, Bobby White. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm listening, and I was thinking, and you made some major points. You know, the point, and, and Marvin, Marvin made a couple of good points, too. The fact that we were drafted, and we had to go. The other thing is that we felt, as Vietnam veterans, that we were fighting two wars when we were in Vietnam. Okay. We were fighting the war in Vietnam, and we were fighting the war back in America. Yes. The war in America is, it was all about us being uh, first-class citizens in America. You know, and the war in Vietnam was fighting against people that was kind of like us. Okay. So it was a very difficult war that we, we had to deal with. The, the, the other point is that, you know, we, as we compared ourselves to, the, to, 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 to non-blacks, you know, whites and, and, and Latinos and other folks that served in the war, we felt like we were dealing with double PTSD. You know, because there were incidents in Vietnam that we all experienced where we were fighting the war against folks over there who really wasn't fighting against us. Okay. You know, so we had all of those things on our mind when we were fighting the war in Vietnam. And the fact that, you know, all of this change that was going on in terms yes. of civil rights and Martin Luther King got killed while we were over in Vietnam. Okay. And, you know, so all of that stuff happened during that time. So it made it very difficult for us to feel proud mm. and to come back home and to be told by your own country that you killed babies over there, you did okay. things that you wasn't supposed to do, was really demeaning for us as soldiers. We wasn't really welcome here to America yes. at, at one point in the history of this whole thing. Mm. You know, and folks know that, you know, and that yes. goes across the board. That's just not for black soldiers, that's for white soldiers. Okay, yes, yes. So we all came back to America and America swept us under the rug. And as, as you know, when you switch something under the rug, a lump comes in there. That lump was in us. Okay. We were trying to deal with getting that lump out of us for so many years, and that took a lot of years for us to get out. Some of yes. us had, some of us didn't make it. Some of us committed suicide. Some of us uh, went through uh, depression and long-term uh, chronic PTSD. So it became very difficult for us to really make it through it. So when you look at this book, Post 8195, Black Soldiers Tell Their Stories, 
you will probably see and hear the stories of these veterans who went through a lot of those trials and tribulations they had to go through with their families, with first, first divorce, second divorce, third divorce, trying to make it because their PTSD got in the way of their education, got in the way of their families, got in the way of them trying to make sense out of who we were yes. as people. You know, so it was a very difficult war. And that's mm. the difference between this war and the war that we live in, yes. we, that we're dealing with now. This generation of veterans we're dealing with right now, you know, they come back home to a welcome family, Correct. a welcome hero, yes. a welcome country that's saying, you heroes. Yes. And giving all of this money to them to make them feel like they're worthwhile for fighting and standing up for this country. That didn't happen for us. So we set an example. Yes. We had to let this country know that we didn't appreciate the way we were treated. We didn't get that, that welcome home. Yes. And we don't want this to happen to another generation mm. of veterans that's fighting for this country. Powerful information, you know, Mr. White. Uh, we're talking right now, we're highlighting, we're spotlighting the legacy of Vietnam veterans, a special group of individuals tonight, African-American uh, soldiers that fought, that uh, sacrificed their life, their livelihood, their families uh, for this uh, conflict, this uh, situation that occurred uh, almost 40 years ago in Vietnam. Of course, I do want to mention uh, this show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton is proud to honor the veterans and this show, this specific segment, is in collaboration with the Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated out of Atlanta Metropolitan. Henry County is a metro area of the uh, fine city, the fine area of Atlanta. And we're excited to have uh, those hardworking and dedicated community members of that sorority. Uh, they approached us with this uh, topic, and it's a powerful one, and I'm proud to be a part of it. You know, Mr. White, uh, Mr. Price, and Mr. James, you each bring up um, eloquent points uh, that this war was not popular. And, you know, all I'm thinking of from my extensive reading, I was not alive at the time of the Vietnam conflict or era, but what I know about it from speaking uh, with my own father, from speaking to uh, individuals such as yourself and historians who've spent time on this topic, you know, it wasn't popular. And when I think of the struggles any soldier is going to have when affiliated or associated with any conflict of war, it's already tough enough to deal with what you're dealing with and then coming home. But then you're coming home, as you so eloquently just stated for us, Mr. White, of individuals that may have been booing you, uh, calling you a baby killer. Um, all of these things were going on, and that had to put an extra thick layering to the healing, to the progress of saying, let me now try to cope and adjust back into the society of being with my partner, my wife, uh, my children, uh, getting to know my mother or father again, right, Mr. White? Yeah, you're absolutely right, because you know, it was kind of like we had to not so much start all over again, but we had to deal with what, we've had, what we had not dealt with in Vietnam. We had to deal with Vietnam when we got back here. Yes. Vietnam was all over our mind. All the nightmares, all the flashbacks, waking up, sleeping, numbing, all of that was a part of our world that we had to deal with. And that went on for 10, 15, 20 years for a lot of veterans and still going on. So the, the thing is, uh, and, and I want to kind of emphasize the fact that, you know, post-8195 is a African-American predominantly post, but that's changing. The point is that our post had the integrity to sit down, look at ourselves as veterans, and write this book so that folks can understand the true story of what actually happened from yes. the veterans themselves. Mm. And that's powerful. That's a we, feel, we feel very good about that because 
no one else has done that. Yes. And, you know, that, that's a powerful point to make. You know, I often historians, I'm, I'm great friends with some great historians, um, but, you know, often individuals don't get the chance to tell their own story. And what I find fascinating about this book, again, post-8195, Black Soldiers Tell Their Vietnam Stories, edited, of course, by Bobby White, um, 23 veterans reminisce on the accounts of what happened with live combat, live war, a real life uh, in Vietnam, of course, a small country in South uh, Asia. We all know that a very, very small country, the conflict. And many know the political ramifications and everything that surrounded it. It started early, before the early 70s, but of course it ended around that time. Mr. Charles James, I want to come back to you for a minute. Obviously, uh, you're a veteran. Uh, you live in the United States of America, and we uh, salute you and thank you for your service, sir. What issues do veterans continue to have in this country right now. It's 2014. It's uh, uh, Decades have passed uh, since you served in Vietnam, since you probably even traveled uh, to Asia uh, for that conflict. Uh, you were in Hawaii, peaceful, beautiful Hawaii. Um, you were put into another location that I'm sure is just as physically beautiful, but it was a conflict and a war going on, and so everything had to change. Uh, what issues exist today in 2014 for veterans? Uh, my son, I, I'll address that, but the first thing I want to talk about is a little bit. I served two tours in Vietnam. Yes. And on the first tour, I landed back in San Francisco, and that was the height of the Vietnam War. So I had to change from my military uniform to go outside to catch my plane uh, because they did not want me to wear my uniform in the San Francisco airport. Wow. So that kind of tells you the kinds of... of uh, things that we had to go through. But yeah. now I think the big thing for us is the care, the care at the VA. You've seen a lot about it in the, in the media. Yes. But we have a lot of individuals that are, have just given up on care. And uh, we would like for the VA to be, uh, you know, they're getting better. It's better than it was, but it's not where it's supposed to be. For a lot of veterans, that's the only care. For some people with jobs, they have other places where they can go for care. But one of my major uh, concerns, uh, we're letting a lot of veterans fall through the crack medically because uh, they're either not being seen or the time of the appointments are just, they're so far apart that uh, they just give up and decide that, you know, they'll tough it out themselves. And that's one of my major concerns. Uh, Shana, uh, let me add to that, uh, you know, Veterans are concerned about their entitlements, okay. their benefits, you know, and the majority of these Vietnam veterans all are in need of some kind of health care. Yes. And before you can get that health care in the VA system, you have to be established as a service-connected injury. Okay. That means you have to go through a process to prove to the VA that this happened to you when you were in, in the service. The new generation of veterans have to do the same thing. And this post has been doing excellent as helping veterans get their service-connected benefits and getting the pensions and entitlements that they deserve, which are most of those pensions and entitlements, help them to live their life in a more, in a more comfortable way. Yes. You know, when, when you have cancer or you have uh, uh, prostate or when you have some kind of medical issues that are, that are 
preventing you from working and being able to take care of your family. And these things incurred either by Agent Orange or they incurred by some, some injury that occurred to you when you were in the military. The VA had to pay for that. Okay. And that's what we do mm. with this post. We get them to pay for it so these veterans can get even in the 20, 100% service-connected disabilities checks so that they can live their life. I see. That's what it's about today. Mm. Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, in collaboration with the Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. We are putting the spotlight on veterans, Vietnam veterans to be specific, this Tuesday night in November of 2014. And the book, again, we're talking about is post-8195, Black Soldiers Tell Their Vietnam Stories. It is a dynamic, uh, unique book, uh, 23 veterans reminisce on their times, uh, their lives as they served active duty. They saw combat, which means they saw a lot uh, during the Vietnam conflict, uh, a war, whatever you choose to call it. Uh, there was some real issues and some real situations going on in Vietnam during the late sixties and the early seventies. And it was fought uh, largely by young men. A lot of those young men were minority young men. They were African-American and Hispanic. And of course, it's not to say others did not fight it, um, but I think it's clear historically that we know there are a lot of African Americans and Hispanics um, who fought or participated in this war or conflict. You know, um, Mr. Marvin Price, I have a question for you that I'm fascinated with. What lessons have we learned? And this is always a, a huge question. It's always the white elephant in the room. What lessons have we learned as a society, as a culture, from the Vietnam War? And, of course, this war took place many, many, many years ago. A half of my national listeners, uh, they're very familiar with this war. If they didn't fight in it themselves, if they didn't have an older brother who fought in it, who went there, um, who may not have come back home, or who came back home as a very changed Man, because war can do that, and there are lots of stories of Vietnam where that happened. Uh, what have we learned uh, from the Vietnam conflict or war? Well, well basically, uh, Shana, is that hopefully we have learned that once once young men go off to war, America has to has to provide medical treatment, uh, transition back into this into this world concerning the the many uh, things of trauma that, that they went through while they were uh, in another country at, at war. And they have to have to welcome them home when they arrive back here, uh, which is something, as you heard other, uh, the commander and Comrade James say, once we came back to America from Vietnam, you were not accepted. You know, you couldn't even wear your uniform uh, as you de- departed from from the uh, airport, you had to change into civilian clothes. And, uh, you know, along with that treatment, and in the 60s, which this thing happened over six years ago concerning concerning Vietnam, the things that we were dealing with here in America, and then, then to go off to war and serve our country and come back here and, and still be treated uh, like, like second-class citizens here in America, uh, after going off and, and, and serving. Shana, you do these commercials when the Afghanistan and Iraqi troops come through the airport and how everybody starts clapping for them? Yes. I think that's, most, most people beautiful. have seen that. That's beautiful when a soldier can walk to the airport in his uniform and, 
and everybody started clapping and, and just giving them uh, praise for serving our country. And, and, and when I see that, I feel real good about it, too, even though our history wasn't that way. Okay. Mm. I think both of you bring up very powerful and interesting points. Um, all three gentlemen, of course, we have uh, Mr. Bobby White on with us. Uh, we have uh, Mr. Uh, James on with us and we have Mr. Price and each gentleman is bringing their own unique perspective to Vietnam War and what it meant um, for this war conflict to exist uh, for our young men. Now we know obviously uh, the military has more young women but keep in mind to my female listeners out there of all ages uh, a lot has changed in the military since the Vietnam War conflict. Uh, now there are more women obviously uh, enlisted and as officers in the military um, but you know, speak on this for me, uh, Mr. James. During the Vietnam era, just a little cultural perspective, uh, they, I'm assuming there were no women doing active combat, correct? That is correct. Okay, so I just want to let that be known because we have a lot of individuals that may be in their 20s and 30s or 40s and saying, well, they keep saying young men, but understand the time period, understand politically what was happening in this nation. Um, obviously, now we say there are women we know that have went off to Afghanistan and to different areas, but during the Vietnam conflict, and, and, and all three of you gentlemen pointed this out so well, this war, this conflict was fought mostly by young men, correct? These were young men today, 18, 19, 20, early 20s, right, Mr. White? Yes, without a doubt. I mean, like Marvin mentioned, you know, we, most of us were drafted into the, to the military at 18, 19 years old. So, you know, at that point in time in life, you know, many of these high school kids, including myself and all of us to this table, we, didn't, we, were, we wasn't even complete men yet. We were just still boys trying to figure out where we were going. Yeah. We grew up real fast in Vietnam, though. I got to tell you, we grew up real fast and woke you right up as soon as you hit those yes. mm. you know. But uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, it was, you know, it's a different kind of war now. You know, people are serving in Afghanistan and, 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 and Iraq and, 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 and our war on terrorism right now, you know, are, 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 are working working people who serve in, that, who serve in the, uh, uh, the National Guard and and the army and everything. But they're 25, 30, some of 40 years old, you know, serving in our armed forces right now. They've had a chance to become a lot more mature, a lot more stable in their lives, and, and, and to grow after this, go into this military thing with a better frame of reference. So, you know, our frame of reference was completely, you know, you're going. You ain't got no other choice. Yes. Mm. So that's a big, that's mm. big. I want to I mention, if you don't mind, you know, I know everybody listening to us and we appreciate this. Uh, but I wanted to buy a book. Okay. They're located on Amazon.com if they want to get this book. Or they can contact us on our website, www.dfw-8195.org. They, wow. they can get us there. Thank you. you know, There's certainly stories, there are accounts to be told, and history, history, of course, is very important, and there are different perspectives, there are different accounts to it, and it's always wise to be well-rounded on the history that exists, and especially for those who witnessed it firsthand, and we've got three gentlemen that serve active duty during Vietnam uh, that saw all of this firsthand, and all of those accounts are written up in this book, again, post 81. 95 black soldiers tell their Vietnam stories. You know, before we get out of here, we're appreciative of all of your time. Uh, you know, Mr. James, as we celebrate veterans in November of 2014, this month, November, known for Thanksgiving and it's the start of the big holidays coming up uh, in December. Uh, 
how can community members uh, like myself, uh, like uh, so many young women or young men of different age groups, how can they support our veterans? In most, uh, in most communities, there's a, uh, there's a uh, Vietnam parade, a veterans parade. They can participate in the parade as a participant. Or if they know a soldier, sometimes just say thank you uh, is enough. Uh, I get a lot of that, but uh, that would be very kind to say thank you for your service. Because okay. of the service that, that we provided, uh, this country is uh, in the shape that it's in now. So yes. just a, a thank you or participate in some of those Vietnam, I mean, some of those military activities during the month of November. Okay, beautiful. And, and everyone, if you're saying, well, you know, I'm 25 years old, I'm 35, or I'm 45, and you say, well, I don't know anything about the Vietnam era. That was even before my time or my, you know, consciousness. As he just pointed out, there are things you can do. Obviously, you can go online if you want to support uh, any organization or give back. You can always volunteer. I know there are lots of organizations that even the VA administration, uh, even the VA hospital, if you will, I believe they have volunteers as if. Um, other uh, hospitals have if you want to give that back to our veterans or write a letter. Anything uh, that could make the difference in the lives of a veteran. This has been educational for me to sit down one-on-one and speak with three gentlemen who firsthand I saw what was going on in active duty combat again in Vietnam during the late 70s, late 60s and early 70s. I want to point out those names again. Mr. Charles James was with us tonight. Uh, Mr. Marvin Price was with us this evening also on Let's Talk America with your host Shana Thornton. And lastly, the editor of the book Post 8195, Black Soldiers Tell Their Vietnam Stories. The book's editor, of course, was Bobby White. He is commander of the Post 8195. That is correct, right, Mr. White? You're the commander of the post 8195. Yes, that's absolutely true. I want to to say this also, Shana. Okay. Uh, You know, there's a lot of help for veterans around the country right now. There there are almost 350 vet centers around the country where they can go and get PTSD counseling, and not just the VA medical centers. You know, uh, we have a real specific program here called the VFW Stone of Hope Program. Okay. And we are here for our veterans to counsel them and to work with them, to, to refer them, to help them uh, get, their, get their entitlements and all the benefits they, they've earned. So that's our point. But I just wanted to make that point. Powerful. Thank you. Because I do think, obviously, there are uh, some commercials I've even seen. I think it's some law firms that, you know, say they can help. But it's good to know you're saying that there are uh, centers outside of uh, the VA or individuals, personnel, even outside of lawyers uh, for profit, if you will, who can help individuals. And I don't want to assume everybody knows because I didn't serve in the military. But now, when you speak of the post that you're currently commander of, I know. Uh, you served in the military, you're retired, Mr. White. The post-8195, is that what a lot of individuals refer to as a VFW post? And will you... Yes, t- well, yes it is. Yes, and VFW please... VFW post-8195. Oh, we, we are a VFW. And VFW post is all around this country. Yes. They're in every major state in, in this country. And now tell, tell, tell our listeners, I know a lot of times individuals take the VFW for granted. The acronym is what exactly? Yes, it's a foreign war of the United States of okay. America. Thank you. Veterans of foreign wars. So to be a member, they had to have served some sort of active duty or some sort of time uh, overseas, correct? 
Okay. I just want to make that clear because I know there are individuals out there who maybe they're in their early 20s. Their parents have never served in the military and they're like, well, VFW, a post, what does that mean? So um, it is an organization of individuals who have served in the military uh, with conflicts or situations um, not in the United States, not domestic. And it, it sounds like a great uh, entity or organizations for community members who were part of those wars of conflicts to join and get resources and really just camaraderie of fellow uh, soldiers and veterans, right, Mr. White? You're absolutely right. I mean, you know, like I, like I said before, uh, there are VFWs all over this country, and there are uh, specialized vet centers. There are specialized programs that the VA have. There are community organizations in almost every major community now that, are, that, that have their hands and their hearts open to help veterans. You know, a lot of mental health services have have their uh, their centers open to help veterans and are funded by the VA to help veterans with, with their issues. Nice. Uh, Somebody out uh, there listening and they know a veteran who's having some difficulty, you know, contact a, their nearest vet center or their nearest VA or their nearest VFW or their nearest mental health agency. Okay. They can help them. I mean, we don't want to go without uh, uh, saying this because there are veterans out there that are struggling right now. Yes. We're trying to reach out to our veteran community and let them know that, you know, we're here to help. We don't want those veterans to go through what the Vietnam experience was. We want them to be able to get their parade, their parties, and all their benefits that they, that they earned. Nice. Uh, Post-8195, tell us the location, the city, and the state. Tell us. We're, we're located in the uh, south uh, part of Florida. Okay. And that's West Park, Florida, 4414 Pembroke Road. Okay. And this post has been in existence for over 53 years, uh, predominantly black posts, uh, providing services for veterans and their families throughout uh, South Florida. Nice. Uh, the Veterans of Foreign Wars is a strong organization, as Commander said, which is branched off the Stone of Hope, uh, which provides services for veterans here. Uh, in this area. Mm. So, Mr. Marvin Price, uh, the one, the post 8195, the VFW post that you all belong to is in South Florida, but as you all have emphasized throughout the entire show, VFW posts are all throughout this nation. As a matter of fact, they, they, throughout the world, even in other countries, there are veterans posts that, that are set up uh, where, we have, uh, where we have military bases at. Nice, beautiful. I want the last word to go to Mr. Bobby White. You're the editor of the book, Post 8195. Uh, Black soldiers tell their Vietnam stories. Um, before we get out of here again, a huge kudos and thank you uh, to the Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Huge, huge uh, thank you. Also goes out to Mr. Charles James, who has been a jewel and a resource for this show, this segment, talking about the Vietnam War from an African-American soldier's perspective. And also Mr. Marvin Price, who, of course, uh, his personal account is not featured in the book, but his historical perspective. And he provided some great information from the book, and it takes everybody, a village, to bring a powerful book together. And, of course, Bobby White is the editor of this book. And, Mr. White, you're going to have the last word in about 20 seconds or less. What do you want? What do you hope? What do you wish, if you will, the reader gets to walk away with after they put down this book? Well, I think it's important for all of us to know where we come from, what the wars have been about in our history, 
our history is important. It helps us to, to, to not make the same or repeat the same mistakes over again. Uh, I think what I want is to see every veteran get their entitlement to be able to live a life of dignity, you know, to get their medical care, their health care, to get any compensation that's due to them, to be able to utilize all their educational, their housing benefits. Those are the things I want. I want to see a veteran be able to hold his head up and, uh, and be able to uh, take the advantage of all the opportunity that he has in his lifetime and for him and for his family. Thank you, sir. War is not easy. Uh, there are many, many, many countless young men and young women uh, who have fought wars, and uh, we salute your sacrifice. It's not always easy. November, of course, is dedicated to Veterans Month, uh, that uh, wonderful uh, Tuesday, if I'm right, Tuesday. and it might, Veterans Day, Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday, that's right. Tuesday night. Tuesday night uh, in November, Tuesday day, uh, dedicated to our veterans. Thank you, and we salute you. You all are friends here on Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. Please keep sharing your history. Thank you, too, Shana. Very powerful conversation with a very special group of Vietnam veterans. Do not leave us yet. We have more exclusive information to share with you, but first... Hello, I am Ayana Slater, Chair of International Awareness and Involvement Committee of Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Six Theta Sorority Incorporated. And hi, I'm Leticia Price, Co-Chair, and we're listening live from Metro Atlanta to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. You know, those special group of gentlemen, those three veterans of Vietnam conflict or war, uh, certainly shared some vital information with us. We are not done yet. Do not leave us. Please stay with us for just a few more minutes because we have a second part to tonight's special edition. And it will be led by the president of the Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Her name is Carl Wright, and she is a community leader in the Atlanta metropolitan area. And she has some uh, powerful information to share with us. And I think you are going to find it intriguing and also very useful. Again, you don't have to be a veteran to take interest in this uh, segment of tonight's show. You can just be a community member, an American, a citizen, a citizen of the world who's just concerned about the well-being of veterans and due to all of the sacrifice that they make. Uh, Without much further ado, let's bring in President Carl Wright. Of course, again, she's the leader of the Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. We are on live this Tuesday night on Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. And as I've already stated, but I will say it again, this special show, this critical and very needed show about the legacy of our veterans this November 2014 is in collaboration with the one and only Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Incorporated. If you're listening out in California, if you are in Oregon or you happen to be in New York, uh, that area, Henry County, is a suburban or Atlanta metropolitan area or community. So right outside of Atlanta, Georgia, do know that. We have with us right now the president of that chapter. We have President Carl right on with us. How are you doing tonight, Carl? I am excellent, my dear uh... 
How are you? I am wonderful. I'm excited and I'm honored to have you on. You know, we just spoke with some very, very important gentlemen. Uh, they're veterans of the Vietnam conflict or war, if you will. Now, you have to tell us this, Carl. Of course, you are head of Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Why is it so important for your organization to spotlight the legacy of our veterans in 2014? Well, I can, uh, I, I have several different answers for that, and I'm going to try and keep it as brief as possible. But um, one of the main reasons that I feel it's important for us to support the veterans is, number one, we have several veterans in our chapter, as well as um, my father, who is deceased now, is a veteran as well. And I think it is muy importante that we remember them, um, their legacy, and all that they did for us without them going to bat, putting their lives on the line. Many of the things, um, the pleasures that we experience today, uh, we would not be able to experience without their hard work and going to bat on our behalf. Mm, you know, you, you bring up a, a very valid point that all of us have to be appreciative of veterans. Uh, freedom, uh, if we like it or not, is not free, right? We know there are conflicts that go on uh, internationally, uh, abroad, that uh, really people do not have control over. And we have an armed services. We have the military with us. And we certainly thank and salute those men and women who sacrifice so much uh, quality of life, uh, their lives itself, their family, seeing their family families each and every day to protect our freedoms. You know, Carl, in 2014, let our national listeners know how important is the history of all people in today's culture? Because we had the special group of Vietnam veterans. Uh, They were a group of African-American men telling their perspective of the war, which hasn't necessarily been documented on a wide stream or widespread basis. What's so important about making sure everyone has the opportunity to tell their story? I think it is so important that we as a people understand each other. And the only way that we will understand one another is to understand from whence we've all come. So Mm -hmm. giving persons a chance to share their history helps everyone to understand why they respond to different things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there are strength in differences, and many people don't recognize that or truly believe that, but uh, serving in the role that I serve every day, uh, working as a school social worker, I share that many times because I work with kids from all walks of life mm-hmm. and uh, several different ethnicities. So helping them to understand when you have to do a project, um, you don't necessarily always have to go to Google or the encyclopedia. You can do a project on one of your peers because you go to school with kids that were born in Africa and Asia and England and all of these different places. All you have to do, you've got history sitting right next to you. So if you take the time to learn the historicity as uh, our one of our previous past presidents, national presidents, Dr. Yvonne Kennedy, um, would state, learn the historicity um, of some things and people, it will allow you to be able to understand 
who they are today. Mm, beautiful and powerful information. You know, we have President Carl Wright on with us. She is uh, head, the leader of the Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And I love your words when you say there is power and strength in our diversity. And that is so true. We're on live right now on Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. And we're spotlighting our veterans this 2014. The legacy of our veterans. We spoke to a phenomenal group car of gentlemen, as you know, Vietnam War or conflict veterans who talked about or shared or spotlighted some of the concerns of former soldiers uh, like depression, a PTSD uh, for many. Let me break that down. That stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. I know your organization, a Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, is very adamant about fighting the stigma of mental and emotional disorders in our culture, even in our modern times. Explain. Well, uh, Shana, depression and um, PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder go hand in hand. Most oftentimes, um, when persons experience traumatic situations, um, such as those, our veterans, of course, serving in the different wars, um, observing or witnessing someone lose their life or a limb, um, that can that can be very traumatic for them and cause them to suffer from depression. Mm-hmm. So when they come back to the civilian world, they have issues that they have to deal with just living every single day. Yeah. Um, those are some of the issues that come with suffering from those two um, are dreams, yes. nightmares, okay. um, and the mental and emotional disorders can cause just everyday activities to be difficult. Okay. So what we do in the sorority is we make sure that we focus on, it's called crying in the dark. Okay. So what we do is, is place a focus on depression and teaching our young people, as, you know, through our Delta Gyms, Delta Academy, and Embody programs, as well as the adults, the Soros, their families, mm-hmm. and uh, any Vietnam, not Vietnam, excuse me, I apologize, veterans, any yes. veterans um, in the area that are willing to attend. We try and give them all of the important information as it relates to getting help yes. and not being ashamed to get help because, as you know, um, in the black community, many, many of us are feel like you're crazy okay. if you have issues, okay. and that is the furthest thing from the truth. Mm. So it is very important to us as a chapter to help persons know and get in touch with the fact that if, if one suffers from depression and PTSD, it's okay. There's help out there for you. Let's get the help so that you can live a healthy successful and full life. Mm, Powerful. Let's remove that negative stigma and realize that the mental or emotional disorders as you so eloquently pointed out Carl, are not um, you know, at the cause of the individual that's having them. It's not their fault in other words. You know, awareness is key and Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated uh, really uh, is really doing some powerful things. Really action in the communities to help remove that negative stigma to allow individuals to feel in able to get help. 
You know, Carl, how can our national and international listeners support your organization in the journey to assist veterans or other groups? Really and truly, um, Shana, they, the listeners can come go to our, visit our website and follow what we're doing in the community. Of course, nationally, because they're not local, we would encourage them to find other chapters in their area and support those chapters. Because if you support a Delta chapter in Washington, D.C., or Houston, Texas, or Mobile, Alabama, wherever they are, then that supports what we all do as a whole Mm -hmm. because it's a vision that our national president set, uh, Dr. Paulette Walker set, for us to actually follow. So all they need to do is come to our website and look at what we're doing as well as search the local websites in their areas and see what they're doing and support the different events that are being sponsored mm. by the chapters. Wonderful, wonderful. The uh, many different chapters throughout the world of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated obviously are very resourceful and we appreciate everything that the organization does. Uh, the national organization, also the local chapter. Again, this segment of Let's Talk America with your host Shana Thornton is in collaboration with the Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. We have been honored and thrilled to have Carl Wright on with us tonight. She is the president. What a show. What a show. But before you get out of here, Carl, please let our listeners know how can they stay connected with your organization, your chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Well, Shana, I appreciate your... Uh, let me say before I give that information, just your your bringing um, bringing me on again and being willing to actually work with us. Just just the collaboration is is powerful. Thank and, you. And I speak on behalf of the Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated when I say thank you. Thank you. And. Um, those who are interested, they are welcome to visit us at www.hcacdst.org. That's www.hcacdst.org. Or they can follow us on Twitter, and that's www.twitter.com slash hashtag exclamation point slash H-C-A-C-D-S-T-1913, or they can like us on Facebook, which is, that's an easy one, www.facebook.com slash H-C-A-C-D-S-T.org. And of course, everyone has YouTube. They can also watch us on YouTube, which is www.youtube.com slash user slash h c a c and I hope that wasn't too much. No, all the information, the more, the better to allow the community, the national community, to stay empowered and involved. Thank you, Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and a huge, huge thanks to you, President Carl Wright, and also your International Awareness Committee for bringing this all together. We appreciate this joint venture. Your friend here on Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. 
What a groundbreaking show tonight. I want to certainly give some credit and kudos for everyone involved. Uh, those special gentlemen that sat with me earlier for tonight's show. Again, thank you, Bobby White. Uh, thank you, Marvin Price. And thank you, Charles James. I appreciate all of your efforts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to all of the uh, gentlemen and women that support uh, their uh, VFW posts down in Florida, thank you, thank you again. Can't thank you enough. How appreciative we are. Also, huge kudos goes out to the ladies of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, Henry County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, to the International Awareness and Involvement Committee. I certainly want to acknowledge the uh, chair and co-chair of that committee, and of course, that would be Ayana Slater and Letitia Price. Thank you, ladies, for all of your hard work in allowing this show to come together. Well, we are headed out for tonight's show. Thank you for staying with us. Tonight's show was an extended special edition again, honoring our veterans in 2014, honoring the legacy of our veterans in 2014. Please keep this conversation going. There's so much sacrifice that's made for the freedoms of our nation, uh, domestic and abroad. So thank you. And all November and for the rest of no uh, the 2014, let's salute those veterans. Never forget our history. For we can learn from uh, some very powerful lessons that have been set. Well, stay tuned in to Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. It's a national award-winning radio talk show. We air live every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you're looking for a one-stop shop to find out more information about the show and everything that's involved with it, uh, please visit www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Again, that's www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com and of course that website is up and running and it is easy to navigate so you have fun. Please visit the site and support our national partners and sponsors. Everyone we shall chat next Tuesday night live. Before we get out of here we want to play some awesome music from the one and only best selling uh, rapper, inspirational rapper Lecrae. He sat down with me exclusively a few weeks ago to talk about uh, his life and legacy and we want to share his music with you tonight keep the conversation going everyone and please make a difference thank you all content copyright 2014 by pageant and thomas enterprises I know what they asking for, I know what they asking for But how you gonna cover charge me my life is sold And then turn around and ask for more Time to go, plus the line is long I'ma color the outside, but lines are drawn If you wanna exclude me from bigger the true me It's Gucci, I already found my home Homesick, homeless if I'm homeless Cause my home is somewhere I ain't never been before I'm a homeless, here, yeah, gift Even if it doesn't fit in the box that'll please these folks Some of y'all gon' need these folks I ain't tryna eat, I'm tryna feed these folks Martin Mandela, yeah, we need these folks We believe these folks, we could be these folks Yeah they want me to take it now Tired of taking losses so they can call me a failure I feel it being you, but I'm winning at being me I'm winning at being free, ain't no competition but me See, I realize that I'm free, and I realize that I'm me And I found out that I'm not alone, and there's plenty of people like me and I said, it's plenty of people like me, like me All outsiders like me, all unashamed and all unafraid To live out what they supposed to be outside.